Hello and welcome to Insights, the podcast with your host, Joe Parnay. Join me in this deep exploration of our personal journeys from ambition to meaning, where we stop living life fast and start living life deep. This is a journey of waking up and realizing that our lives have never been about us, but about others. True success leaves positive ripple effects on other souls. I believe that success needs to be redefined from our own personal ambitious endeavors to be redefined as the value that we leave and give to others around us. Join me now as we begin this journey to deeper connections, even more fulfillment, some fun, curiosity, life, love, and all good things. Your deeper journey from ambition to meaning starts right now. Hello and welcome to episode 48 of Insights. Joe here. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm uh, loving the journey. All right. So a couple of housekeeping things before we hop into today's episode. Uh, October 22-23 is the final free intro to EDIS training for the year. So for those of you who are curious to know more or dive deeper into behavioral profiling and energetic profiling, um, there's a link on joeparney.com.au. It's pretty clear where that is. You can just click on that and then you'll be able to receive, to register then, you'll need to register and then you'll receive a Zoom link uh, for the training a few days out from the training. So it's a day and a half, full immersion. It's phenomenal. It's fun. It's great, great value. Um, even if you don't continue on with the, uh, the actual accreditation training, it's still phenomenal value. So either way, uh, feel welcome to join me if behavioral profiling is of interest to you. All right, so today we're looking at the gift of crisis, the gift of crisis, whether it's a crisis involving our community through what's been going on with COVID or whether it's a personal crisis on a physical level, spiritual level, financial level, or whatever level that it is. And so what's the gift in this? Um, I want to make it very clear that I'm not, I don't want to give you just some positive spin on reframing crisis because that's not what this conversation is or this insight is. But it's about um, how crises force us to see things differently. Because what happens is when we are challenged or when our world that we're used to, whether whatever part of life that is our relationship world, our spiritual world, our financial world, our working world, and a lot of us have been impacted in our working world uh, over the last you know, four or five months, whatever it's been, three months with this whole COVID scenario. And so when a crisis of some kind hits, our perspective or our, our, yeah, our perspective on life, is, is it trembles. And like an earthquake, when it trembles, certain things fall down and certain things stay up. Certain buildings will rubble and go to rubble and some buildings will remain strong. And metaphorically, those buildings represent different parts of our life, different parts of our lives. And I've been talking about the journey that we're all on from ambition to meaning for many, many years now. Uh, there used to be a, a free event I used to deliver. It was a personal development event called Courage to Be You, which uh, that that particular event, um, I've presented that to thousands and thousands of people over a period of about six or seven years. And in that event, I have shared with people from all walks of life the power of the journey from ambition to meaning, where there comes a time in our life where we start, our priorities start to change, our values evolve. And what mattered once before no longer matters anymore or 
what used to excite us no longer excites us anymore and there are new things that excite us or there are there are new priorities in life um what's mattered the least uh before matters no more or maybe what used to excite you about certain parts of life no longer matter as much because other parts of your life have, have taken over now what i mean by other parts of your life taken over meaning that uh, the journey from ambition to meaning is the journey of a values evolution where we move away from defining ourselves from our physicality and from our results and we evolve into a life where our purpose is found in service to others, where our, our life is defined by meaning, contribution and growth, making a difference, focusing on you know, all the um, ways that we can contribute and, and, and contribute to that difference. And as you know, that's what this podcast is all about. You know, this whole sort of the theme of all of these episodes is all about that shift from ambition to meaning. A crisis, I believe, accelerates that, that move. It accelerates us away from the warrior archetype of the ambition-driven world into the statesperson archetype, driven by the core driving question of what can I give? And in essence, when we enter into the meaning-driven world, we start to, and these are generalizations because everyone, of course, experiences this quite uniquely. But what happens in the meaning-driven world is we begin to become curious about the non-physical. We become curious about the ether or the spirit or altered states of consciousness or different ways of viewing the world or seeing the world from completely different eyes. Or It's where we begin moving away from defining ourselves by our personality and our physicality, and we start defining ourselves more in our legacy and our essence. You know, I've, there's, lot, there's many quotes from many, many famous people that I dearly love. And one that I've come to love this year has been the quote by C.S. Lewis, who, who, of course, was the author of The Lion, The Witch and the Wardrobe and many other classic stories. My sons, who are currently in grade six at the time of this recording, I have been reading The Lion, The Witch and the Wardrobe. And perhaps I might have referred to it in past episodes, but I'll say it again here. C.S. Lewis was known to have said that we... Um, don't have a soul, we are a soul. And what we have is a body. And I love that because that is another way of defining, in reverse, I guess, defining the journey of ambition to meaning where we're moving away more from defining ourselves physically to defining ourselves through the contribution and the legacy we're leaving behind to our family, our communities or our market or our clients or whoever it is that you serve in your life. Um, and then, of course, from there, we evolve into reconnecting with spirit, being inspired beings in spirit is to breathe within, to look within. So here's a question I want to share with you. I, I, you if you've been following me for quite a while, this question will resonate with you. Um, and, and that is that what if you were to say to yourself or become aware of asking yourself this question when you're in a crisis or, or for, for any situation for that matter, any experience that you're currently having? And that is, what I am doing right now, how does this serve the agenda of my soul? How is it that what I'm doing right now is serving the agenda of my soul? I love that question. There are hundreds, maybe thousands of answers to that, that question. But I love that question because it puts everything into perspective for me. When I look at that question, how is what I'm doing right now serving the agenda of my soul? It's where I claimed or responded to the calling in my life to do this for a living, to do human behavior for a living, to be involved 
with people doing this for a living. And I remember when I started this dream, when the seeds of this dream were sown within me, you know, quoting the words of Khalil Gibran, that when you're born, your work is placed in your heart and your mission is to find it. I remember when I first started looking into this personal development stuff and spiritual development and near-death experiences and reading all about these things and it just, it fascinated me. And then my ego voices were saying, that's all great, Joe, but this is never going to translate into your career. This can't be an income because this is people don't pay for this stuff. This is all, you know, very, very interesting and fascinating. But at the end of the day, you need to be working at a job to earn your money. That's what my ego voices are saying to me. And I've got to say, there's not a day that goes by now, these days, especially with this whole COVID situation where I shake my head sideways in a good way for good reason. And that is realizing how blessed, how lucky, how incredibly fortunate uh, I have become in my, in my life in terms of what I do now because now it's like I've got these high-end clients like the NBNs of the world, Comcare, which is a a, um, a federal government-run business, if you like, um, through to health and fitness people, through to school principals, uh, real estate agencies, leaders of business, uh, IT and software professionals. Like I've got this range of people who, and I'll say this at the risk of being misunderstood, but who pay me well for me serving them in helping them learn more about themselves. And to me, that's my answer to the question, how is what I'm doing right now serving the agenda of my soul, which is my work? And yes, I've been going for a while, but gee, it was worth making all those courageous decisions to get to this point. And this is the thing. And you may have heard me say this in other episodes, and that is that we are an accumulation of all of our decisions. And I'll say it to you like this. I believe a great life is just having a handful, making a handful of courageous decisions. And when you're making a courageous decision, which is a decision, to me, a courageous decision is one that is not based on logic. It's based on a feeling. It's based on a calling. It's based on a the answering of a whisper within your soul. It is illogical sometimes. It is a courageous decision is where you don't necessarily know, well, you don't know where it's going to lead or how it's going to transform you or transform others. So to me, when I ask the question, how is, how is what I'm doing right now serving the agenda of my soul? It's expressing myself, just like your purpose is to be you. Our purpose is to be ourselves. So what's the gift in a crisis? Well, I think a gift in a crisis accelerates what is happening anyway, which is an ever-evolving evolution or journey or transformation from ambition to meaning, where we start living a more heart-centric, aware, conscious life, where we become more sensitive to how we're making others feel when we speak and how we, how we speak and what we talk about and how we hold ourselves and the example we're being to our communities, our, our, our employees or our clients or whatever situation you find yourself in. And that to me is the essence of the gift of a crisis is suddenly it gives us even more clarity as to how is it, what am I doing, like what I'm doing right now? How is it serving the agenda of my soul? So I trust and hope that that's a thought-provoking question for you, a question that I encourage you to reflect on. Maybe as soon as you've finished tuning into this particular episode, maybe just take a few moments or bit of time, maybe go for a walk or something, I don't know, and just reflect on that question. It's a beautiful question. And if that question doesn't resonate with you, 
I dare say you wouldn't be listening to this, or if this is the first ever episode that you've heard from my podcast series and it doesn't resonate, then perhaps I'm not for you. <laughs> so apologies, but hey, I'm, I've got to do my thing and I've got to be me and this is how it is for me and how it is for you is different and we're all overlapping and different and all the rest of it. So love it. How is this? moment even if you want to say it like that how is this moment and what i'm doing in this moment serving the agenda of my soul so i hope you find that a very valuable thought-provoking insightful perspective shifting question because that's what crises do they shift our perspective aspects of our lives remain strong in a crisis and other aspects of our lives just like an earthquake will will fall to rubble that's just how it is that's how it is when an actual earthquake happens we all know that and that's what a crisis is. It's a psychological earthquake. It's an energetical earthquake. It, it's a spiritual earthquake. And for some of us, they're tremors. For some of us, they're full-blown earthquakes. For me, personally, it's been tremor after tremor after tremor uh, and some earthquakes thrown in between over the last 14 years. But it's about, been well worth it because I can see what's strong and what's long-lasting in my life and I can see what wasn't. It gives you clarity gives you clarity on who to connect with. Crises give you clarity on who to connect with. Who are the ones that you love? Who are the ones that love you? You know, I might just change tack just for the last few minutes here in this particular episode. I was just saying to my wife this morning, you know, um, what I've noticed is, you know, since the whole COVID thing, you know, you've got people who sit on opposing spectrums of what's going on. You know, you've got people who follow the mainstream and, follow all the rules and do all the right things. And there's naturally, of course, there's nothing wrong with that. It's it's a narrative. Remember one of my episodes on narrative. I, I spoke, if you want to know more about the power of narrative, there's an episode or two episodes actually on that. Then you've got people at the other end of the spectrum that um, see things a little bit differently and are rebellious in their thinking and rebellious in their emotions and they have a different philosophy. And it saddens me when I see that relationships have you know, in, in, in some relationships that I've seen through others, how some relationships have those that separation in, in opinions of what's going on has caused those friendships to break down. And I said to my wife, what I love about the genuine friendships that we have in our life. I was just saying this today with her because we caught up with with some uh, with a with a friend of mine and his wife and his children at the local park. And we just kicked the ball uh, footy around and we just had, we had a good laugh. And what I love is that we didn't speak about the ends or the edges of that spectrum. We were just together as friends. I was going to say like as if nothing has happened. Of course, we're all very aware of everything that's going on, but it hasn't impacted our connection. So sometimes what crisis does, this is the point I want to make, it brings clarity into your life in terms of who are your real friends and who are not. And I'm not talking about friends. that you're, you know, People who are friends of yours is because of ours or yours or mine. Because they agree with us. It's not why, that's not what, because I've got friends who disagree with lots of stuff that I talk about. Not, and I'm, I'm not talking about the, the subject matter of this, these, these uh, podcasts. I'm talking about what my thoughts are on, on health matters and financial matters and global matters and political matters and agenda matters and all that sort of stuff. I've got very different opinions to some of my close friends, but it hasn't impacted our friendship in a negative way at all. In fact, it's make it, it made it even richer. Because we get to talk more robustly about things. But if you've got a, a superficial friendship, a crisis will show the cracks. A superficial friendship is one of those buildings that will fall in the rubble 
of a psychological earthquake, of a crisis. On the other hand, strong buildings are the real friendships. Those buildings will stay even stronger in a psychological earthquake, in a tremor even, or even the worst case, you know, bad, bad earthquakes, psychologically speaking, from a crisis perspective. So I'm going to wrap up this conversation now, and I hope that there's a few things in there that I've shared with you that, again, are thought-provoking, cause you to reflect and think and become clearer on what matters now versus what matters least or what doesn't matter as much. And I love how the crises of the last three or four months of the pandemic, of the corona thing, the whole COVID scenario, how it's brought an abundance of clarity in my life, my my marriage, Silvana and I, our, our lives. And it's made the strong buildings in our life being great friendships, real friendships, even stronger versus you know, what I've unfortunately seen with some periphery friendships that have gone in a different direction. So how does what I'm doing right now serve the agenda of my soul? I'll leave you with that to reflect on. Thank you so much for joining me today. I deeply appreciate it. And I'm looking forward to uh, reconnecting with you in episode 49. Thanks so much, everyone. Enjoy your morning, your afternoon, your evening, wherever you may be, and see you soon. Bye for now. I'm Joe Pane, and you've been listening to Insights, the podcast. If you haven't yet, subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. You can now follow my insights on Facebook and Instagram. Thank you so much for joining me, and I'm looking forward to being with you again very soon in the next episode of Insights, the podcast.